0: In the 06010. Fantasy focus. Fantasy. Fantasy focus. Hello and welcome in to the CSS DFS podcast. My name is Daniel Dob, joined by Mike Clay and our friend Al Zeidenfeld. Today's show is presented by Geico. Switch to Geico and see all the ways that you can save. Let's see Al's beautiful face on the screen here for a second. There That's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. That's salt and pepper. How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing good. How about
0: yourself? I'm not doing too bad. Mike and I just did a wonderful Thursday show with Field. It was actually pretty fantastic. Go check out Thursday night. You seem surprised by that. It was actually, well, finally. Finally. it well, was Finally a good show. Yeah, it was about time that you brought your egg in, Mike. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. It was really good, though, because Mike finally did something in the show. It was great. All right. We got a lot to talk about here today. All right. Do we? All right. Well, we're going to talk about the week 10 slate. You said
2: week 10. It is week 10. Yeah. Oh, I was like, did I say, did I do another thing wrong today? No, it is. It I is mean, it could 10. be week 10. I'm not positive about that, but I seriously, I, can you believe it's week 10? No, I can't. I, we just started this show. I feel like we did the week one show like a like couple, a couple, couple ago. days ago. Like, yeah, yeah, like nine weeks ago. <laughs> That's flying by. I mean, it's flying by. We are at the midpoint, basically, of the season. It's unbelievable.
0: We are. Let's take a look back at last week as Mike Clay. You just crushed it. You beat me again. 189 to 159. It was a really good week for you. And you had some nice plays here. One of the things that you did, Joe Mixon.
2: Yeah, Joe Mixon, that'll do it. That'll Basically, do it. Basically, I didn't have any other players. I just started him. That was enough for about uh, 200. Yeah, there I it should. is. We have up on the screen here. So, yeah, Lawrence, ET, Lawrence was fine. Uh, kind of did what I wanted there. ETN. Ramondre was uh, I didn't. We talked about him on the show, but Damian Harris was out, so we plugged him in. Actually, I'll talk a lot about him last week. Joe Mixon obviously was huge with the 58. Lockett, fine. Tyree Kill I had in there with 30. Josh Palmer was a guy I plugged in for Terrace Marshall once I went to Stevenson. 21. Panthers, <laughs> you know it's funny? Higby and Carolina Panthers defense combined for negative 2 points. That's not good. <laughs> not great. Not great. This could have been in the easily into the 200s. Plus fields could have fit a quarterback uh, so left some on the table but uh it was a good week, and uh, we're on we're in fire lately. So we got to keep on this going.
0: Fire! I had uh, Fields, Travis, Etn, Ramondre Stevenson, Tyreek Kale, Josh Palmer as well. A, but I just had yeah. a couple of other guys that didn't. Joe Mixon hit. or bus last week. That's right. right. Yeah. If you had Joe Mixon, he made you some money. All right. Uh-huh. Also, shout out to Philly nine one nine two forty eight. Also won week fourteen of twenty twenty. In fact, we've actually had a handful of people that have done surprisingly that's, yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah, it's the second two time winner of this tournament this week. So join in. Absolutely. And uh you can win some money because we've had a bunch of repeats here. Join our free
0: league over at DraftKings, a thousand dollars in prizes. Mm-hmm. We're gonna tweet it out at Mike Clay NFL
2: at Daniel Dopp. You know, Mike, you're you're just giving out some good winners this year. We're doing it. We're, We're trying it. real hard. A little bit of a slow start. It was there's a lot of chaos early in the season because scoring was down substantially. It kind of threw everything off. And then uh you know, you get more data, a larger sample size. You start getting a feel for things and where the league is, and then things start to settle in. And as I say that, I'll I'll score seventy nine points this week. week. Right? That's yeah. right. Very right, well, we get right. comfortable. So you gotta, we got to we got to stay sharp, and we're gonna do it again this week.
0: Well, if you score seventy nine points this week, it's probably gonna be all with the legs of Justin Fields, mm. as we waste no time in flaming the Detroit Lions here <laughs> on this show.
2: <laughs> Mike, why don't you go ahead? Let's go, Justin Fields, sixty five hundred. He is red hot. He at forty two point. Seven, two fantasy points last week. That is uh, actually, that's not even including the bonus points for the hundred rushing yards. But uh, that's in season long, like ESPN scoring. It was the highest single game point total by a quarterback in a game this season. So he is obviously red hot. 23 plus fantasy points in three straight 60 plus rushing yards in four straight seven touchdowns in his last two games. Touchdowns weren't there most of the season. They're there now. Uh, he's done some of this against good defenses too, including uh, Dallas a couple weeks ago. But this is obviously not a good defense. Line's third most fantasy points to quarterbacks, the highest yards per pass attempt, the second most rushing yards allowed to quarterbacks this season, which seems uh, kind of timely with Justin Fields on the slate. So he's scrambling a lot. He's scoring touchdowns. Chase Claypool is going to play more this week and give yep. him a better target. Yep. So things are just trending the right way. I, I, again, I was a little hesitant on Fields because I don't want to be chasing points. Obviously, he's been red hot as of late, but I think at sixty five hundred, he's still a
0: value play. Yeah, it feels like it's not just chasing points; you're chasing opponents here. Whenever you play some the Detroit that Lions, yeah. which is tough. All right, love Justin Fields again this week, Al. You're looking at somebody else, though. You're looking at Trevor Lawrence here, and what do you like about Trevor Lawrence going up against the Kansas City Chiefs?
1: So it's not volume that leads to quarterback scoring in fantasy; it's efficiency. So. When you play against Kansas City, they increase your efficiency against. They also increase the volume of throws that you have. So Kansas City allows 101 opponent passer rating, the second highest number in the league, and 71% of the yards against KC come through the air. The fourth highest total in the league last week. They're finally utilizing Trevor Lawrence's legs, calling more designed runs 53 rushing yards last week, giving him a a little bit higher of a floor in this spot. And Mike, if you could make some calls and uh, have them throw the ball to Travis Etienne jr. That would be fantastic because I'm tired of him being utilized as though he is Derrick Henry when he's clearly not. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. They got to give him the ball in the passing game for sure. Remember what did we say last week? Alvin Kamara usage. That's right. That's what you want. That's what we're looking for. 55, 60% of the carries is more than enough and then get him 15 to 20% of the targets. And we're happy in fantasy land. And honestly, it'll take some some pressure off him and the hits won't be as hard. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see if they get there. I, I think the problem is they don't have a two. They, they got rid of James Robinson. They don't have a guy to kind of handle some of that between the tackle stuff. They need like a Mark Ingram or something. Yeah, it's like, been
0: Jemichael Hasty, and is Snoop Connor like even getting any nope, run right now. Nope. He's not really playing. It's yeah. been
2: Hasty gets 15 snaps. or rest is his ETN and... He gets all the work, basically.
0: Hopefully here against this Chiefs theme, though, kind of like you're talking about, Al, if the Chiefs score a ton of points, then maybe they're going to have to throw the ball. Maybe Travis Etienne gets involved in the Mm -hmm. passing game like we've been talking about. So hopefully that's what we're looking for Oh, yeah, this could be
2: a 52 pass attempt game for Lawrence, for sure. I like him as well.
0: All right, another quarterback that we like, Patrick Mahomes. How can you not like Patrick Mahomes on the other side of that? $7,900 taken on Jacksonville. And we also have Tua Tungavailoa. $6,700 taken on Cleveland because as long as you've got Jalen Waddell and Tyree Kill as your two wide receivers, you are always a viable play because who knows what's going to happen with those two guys. Oh, no doubt. All right, let's talk about some running backs here. Saquon Barkley, Mm $8,600 taking on the Houston Texans. Mike, that's a big price tag, $8,600 for Saquon.
2: Yeah, I wonder how many weeks I've talked about either Barkley or Hill It's like or or Tyree Kill. It's like every single week. It's one of these guys uh, because honestly, if you could pay up for one of them and get it, fit them in your lineup, you go for it. And Barkley's been tremendous. Obviously he's 8,600, you know, at times, you know, like peak Christian McCaffrey, we were talking 10,000, right? So Barkley's still hanging here at 8,600. He's the highest uh, priced running back, but I think that's still okay. I have him projected for 2.4 more fantasy points than any other back on this slate. His average this season, 24 touches and 121 yards per game. He has a touchdown in three of his last four games. He's kind of slowing that department out of the gate, but that's been there and uh, it's, peak matchup. I mean, they're playing Houston. We just saw what Derrick Henry did to them. They've had the most yards, touchdowns, and fantasy points to running backs. That's for the season. That's over the last eight weeks. That's over the last four weeks. They cannot stop Running backs, they've allowed 136 or more scrimmage yards to running backs in every single game this season. Barkley is a huge floor, and we know he's a huge ceiling. Yeah, coming
0: off of a bye as well, if you saw it on the graphic, So a week to be able to get healthy. Hopefully Mm -hmm. this offense can kind of find its rhythm going into what should be a really nice matchup here against the Texans. Mm -hmm. All right, Al, let's talk about Josh Jacobs. After just crushing it and being a history maker in fantasy for a couple of weeks, it's been a few down weeks a little bit for Josh Jacobs, but this week... Tell me why you like him.
1: That's why I like him because he's now the vacated space. Everybody's jumped off the Josh Jacobs train, even though he's got multiple catches in six straight games and 17 carries in four of his last five and now squares off against Indy who allow the second most running back carries per game in the league and the seventh most uh, running back yards per target. He is a heavily involved running back. And now looking at what the uh, projections are in terms of who's going to play who. In tournaments this week, Josh Jacobs right now is projecting as like the eighth highest played running back, ninth highest played running back between like 10 and 13 percent projected in the millionaire maker. Now, that's exactly where Joe Mixon projected last week. So it doesn't have to be the best, highest point per dollar guy for them to be a really good play, especially if they check off all five boxes at running back and people are going to ignore them. That's exactly where I want to get on board.
0: Al, really quickly again, what are the five boxes at running back?
1: Playing at home. Favored uh, involvement in the passing game, 20 plus expected opportunities, and inside the five work. Checks off all five of those boxes. That's
0: right. If you want to know more about what Al Zeidenfeld does, you can follow him and all of his stuff. He does TV slash links. A bunch of his YouTube content is up there. A bunch of other stuff, too. Al, you do a lot of things, including your Best Buys article. People can find it through that. So go check that out if you're into tournament plays. Mm -hmm. All right. Absolutely couple of other running backs that we like here. Damian Pierce, $6,300 taking on the New York Giants, because how can you not like Damian Pierce? Mm -hmm. Travis Etienne, $7,100 against Kansas City. We already talked about him in the Trevor Lawrence section. Alvin Kamara, $7,400 taking on Pittsburgh. And in that same game on the other side, talk about spending almost $2,000 less. Najee Harris, how the mighty have fallen.
2: I know, right? And there's some swirls out there that Jalen Warren will play more. I still think Harris will be the main back. So 5,500. That's not too bad. You know, 15 fantasy points is attainable. Uh, Might be an interesting GPP play this week, right in the tournament with everyone kind of scared of him right now.
0: Love Travis Etienne, though, as we mentioned earlier, three straight weeks where he's hit that hundred yard bonus on the ground. Mm -hmm. If he can just get some targets, he could be a guy that will unlock a couple of W's here in DFS for you this week. All right, we're going to talk about some wide receivers in a second, Mike, but first Geico asks. Yeah, it does.
2: How would you love a chance to save money on insurance? I always am looking of for... Of course you yeah, would. Yeah. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help, like with insurance for your car, your truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renter's coverage. Plus, at an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today.
0: If you could choose to own... A motorcycle, a boat, or an RV, which one of those three would you have? And Al, I'm going to ask you the same question. So start thinking about it.
2: Man, I don't know. I I'm, not, I'm not, uh, I don't know if I'm a boat guy. I have to, I have to try that out. I haven't done yeah. much boating. RV would be fun. Travel to some Travel. NASCAR races. Oh, dude, that would be great for you. That'd be awesome. So yeah. uh,
1: I'll lean that way. It'd be tough to take the way.
0: motorcycle and, and, and yeah, load not everybody that. into that. Yeah. Not what about that. you, Al?
1: Uh, I would take the mystery box because like, you know, the mystery box could even be a boat. And Daniel, you know how much I've
0: always wanted a boat. I do. I do know how much you have wanted a boat, Al.
2: That was a family guy reference.
1: Oh, look at that. We got Whoa! one. Ten weeks in, baby. Actually, four okay. years in. in- got one. That First one ever.
2: Incredible.
0: Got oh it. my gosh. Before the show, Mike even got a Tupac reference. So you are batting I'm like on two thousand right now. I, I know
2: I'm making up for a, for lost <laughs> time today.
0: All right. Let's talk about some wide receivers as we're not done talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars, Mike. Nope, we're not. We want to talk about Christian Kirk because all levels of this offense seem to be value plays here.
2: Yeah. He is currently 10th in fantasy points every receiver. Now they haven't had their buy yet. So points bring him a little bit lower, but he's probably been better than you realize. And I say that because he had that slump, right? For like three weeks where he did almost nothing, but otherwise he's been terrific. 13th in catches, 7th in touchdowns. That's probably the biggest surprise, right? 7th a receiver with five touchdowns this season. He's priced 16th at receiver. It's just too low. Again, in a game where we expect it to be really high volume uh, for the Jacksonville offense and the Chiefs. I mean, they have allowed the seventh most fantasy points in ten touchdowns, the third most to receivers this season. So this is an exploitable situation. We know Kirk's going to get a pretty decent chunk of targets, seven point eight per game. That includes 8.7 per game in his last three. So like the volume, like the matchup. It, and by the way, those numbers, they said 8.7 in his last game. And again, they could throw 50-plus passes in this game. Say. It could be a 12-target game for him. So at 5,900 for a guy who's delivered borderline wide receiver, one numbers this season, love Kirk this week. Yeah,
0: game script for Christian Kirk in this passing offense could be through the roof, depending yeah. on how Patrick Mahomes and those Chiefs play. Al, let's talk about who you, I'm, I'm shocked, <laughs> I look down at the note and I'm like, "Is this the? This can't be the name you want to talk about." But let's talk about it. Donovan's People's Jones. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's do it. Yeah. Why are you like DPJ this week? DPJ's been like good. First of all, DraftKings has really tightened the screws on us. Uh, under 5K at running back, especially under 4,500. It's been very hard the last yeah. three, four weeks to find value plays at running back. Really but he's been, or sorry, at wide receiver. But he's been very good at paying off those salaries. Double-digit DraftKings points in four of the last five weeks. Uh, Miami allows the seventh highest touchdown pass rate in the league. And based on Mike's OTD stat, he should have about two touchdowns on the season. He has zero. Now, if you really want to get silly, we can talk about the fact that they are playing this game on the road. And the funny thing here is that DPJ's home road splits mirror like, exactly mirror those home road splits of Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, really great at home, really bad on the road. Donovan Peoples-Jones, averaging almost twice as many DraftKings points in away games than home games. So, like... For the silliest, most lazy analysis, fade Amari Cooper on the road and play DPJ. We yeah. t- and That's a thing that, in all honesty, the
0: season-long show we talked about, Amari Cooper this week is going to get potentially a shadow. That was part of the uh, shadow report that you wrote this week. Mm-hmm. As a part of that, is that just an Amari Cooper thing, or is that an entire secondary that we
2: need to worry about with this Browns? No, no. It's really the shadow that is the primary concern there. So, uh, yeah, I'm not worried about that. I actually love this call, especially in tournaments, because... Uh, DPJ has not scored a touchdown since week nine of last season. It's wow. been a long mm-hmm. time, which would kind of push you away. But to Al's point, the opportunity has been there. The, not, the yardage has been there and in tournaments, people are going to hear that sound and be like, no, no way. I mean, casual players, right? But yeah. it's a good opportunity to stick him in there, at a cheap price. And if he has that game where regression hits and guess who it hit last week, it hit Joe Mixon big time. I mean, he was the regression candidate of the season and he went the other way completely. He's not really close to a regression candidate yeah. now because he caught up. So uh, it's, been, it's been unbelievable. So I agree with that. I love that, that punt, essentially, in, in uh, tournaments. Love it, too. That's two right.
1: weeks in a row that somebody's gotten slapped across the face by the regression monster. So like yep. two weeks ago, it was Alvin Kamara, three right. touchdowns. Exactly. Last week, uh, it was Joe Mixon. And Donovan Peoples-Jones, four plus catches in five straight games, but has mm-hmm. not scored a touchdown. Maybe the regression monster comes by and slashes him. Yeah. Well, one
0: of
2: these things is not like the other, just for the record.
0: <laughs> I mean, not to say that DPJ is an Al and Joe Mixon I mean, will he's go
2: 4, out. I <laughs> He yeah, not okay. to do all that much. I was going to say, I'll go out on a limb and say he doesn't score five touchdowns. Okay. okay.
1: Right, I'll <laughs> say right. that. Okay. Good, all bet. Right. Good bet. Good bet. I'll take the under two.
0: A couple <laughs> other wide receivers that we like, someone who may score five touchdowns. Tyreek Hill $9,100 against Cleveland. Actually, he didn't, he's still not a big touchdown scorer. I could still use some more you, Tyreek Touchdowns in my life, yeah. Mike.
2: I mean, 9,100 for him is still a, a fine value, he's still a great value at that price, which is unreal. Mari
0: Cooper at nine thousand dollars taking on Arizona. The big thing to monitor here is Matthew Stafford's health heading into this game to make sure you know where you're at. So keep checking out not only the Friday oh, show, Cooper but Cup. FF now. Yes, for you Cooper. said Amari Cooper. Oh, did I say Mari Cooper? I'm Cooper losing Cup. my mind. No, nope, yeah. no, nope, I probably said a Mari Cooper. Uh, Stephon Diggs, $8,300 taking on Minnesota. Paris Campbell, $3,900 taking on the Raiders. Juju Smith Schuster, 6K on Love the that. other side of all of those Jaguars we hot. talked about. Yep. It's mm-hmm. getting a ton of volume right now, too. Zay Jones, $4,400 taking on Kansas City in case you did not like Christian Kirk. So there are some wide receiver plays that we like. And I just want to say this to Al has said this, it has been so much harder this year. It feels like finding those values because everything just does feel tighter mm-hmm. across the board when it comes to the pricing here.
2: Yeah, there's nothing like getting a really cheap running back that's going to slide in there and it opens up so much. So but much. again, you know, even Harris, we're talking about him. Like if that's like a punt right now Yeah, at running back. And I, you know, I want to spend on running backs. If I want to go down to Harris, though, he's still... What was it? 5,500. 5, yeah, 5,500. Yeah, so it's tough. Yep.
0: All right, let's talk tight ends, Mike, and I'm hoping that we see David Joku yeah. back. Where are you at on David Njoku?
2: I love the value at 4,100. When I first did this, reports were positive. He essentially said he's going to play this week, but then he missed practice, so we do have to keep an eye on the health of David Njoku. But again, just tight end seven in pricing, it's too low. I mean, he's seventh on a per-game basis this season, but... Um, you know, on the slate, you would think it would be higher than seventh with yes. so many guys missing from it. So yeah. uh, fifth of tight end in yards, despite missing in game and a buy, he has the highest catch rate. He's second in yards per target at tight end. So the efficiency has been there and the volume has been pretty good. And we've seen that with the yardage, right? 70 plus yards in four of his last five games. Uh, and then on top of all that, that's already enough, I think, but they're facing Miami. They've had the third most fantasy points and the highest catch rate to uh, tight ends this season. Last week, they gave up 22 points to Cole Komet. He entered that game with 36 points this season and he had 22 just against Miami. So uh, a lot to like about this one. I think Njoku, if he goes, I'm going to plug him in. Yeah,
0: I love David Njoku this week and hopefully he plays. But like you said, we're going to monitor the injury report. Check out FF now on Sundays. Follow at Stefania underscore ESPN. She always has a ton of information to be able to help us out. All right, Al. I want to know where you're going to go at tight end because there's always a couple of different options here. You're either it feels like you're either paying up to be contrarian, or you're trying to mm-hmm. find value in order to be team jam them in somewhere else. So where are you going here in week ten?
1: So I think that Greg Dulcich is a really solid play. You can use him as a one-off in tournaments. I also think that he's going to be uh, somebody who's pretty popular in cash games this week. He's only played three games this year, but they've been really solid, double-digit DraftKings points in all. Three of those games, he's only 3,400 this week, averaging 15.2 yards per catch across those three games, and Tennessee has allowed the seventh most yards per tight end reception 11.8. You guys know how I like it. When the puzzle pieces fit together, he's got a solid floor of targets uh, and a 38-yard reception in one game, a 39-yard reception in another game. So tight ends typically are just seven-yard catches, and they fall down or run out of bounds. So uh, somebody with big playability at the position, even though he's not – running as many routes as a Mark Andrews or a Travis Kelsey or anything like that, you're getting him at a very big discount for a solid floor of targets with potential big splash upside as well.
0: Yeah, and he's been somebody that has been coming on at $3,400. It's tough to be able to argue against that price point. One of the things I wondered is Travis Kelsey is just seems like he's always the guy. It, we've, we've had this narrative like every week is a Travis Kelsey week. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to ask, $7,800 at this price point, do we like Travis Kelsey yeah. here? Always. Yes.
2: Always. Okay. It is still <laughs> always, always. Yes. yes. The okay. only reason it's just hard to get him in right now. Cause then you're suffering, suffering at other positions. I think yeah. that's the only problem. It's, it's tough. Like even my lineup, which we're going to get to in a second, you'll notice is pretty heavy on running backs and the receivers don't look as hot. So we just can, you know,
0: that's hold. part of where, as we talked about, like when you pay up to be contrarian at the tight end position, sometimes you pay up for a guy mm-hmm. like Travis Kelsey in order to find value. But again, like we said, that pricing has been yeah. tough to be able to figure things out this year. Uh, another guy that we like, Pat Fryer, with forty two hundred dollars taken on New Orleans as somebody else that you could consider.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, the most wonderful time of year is upon us again. It's college football season. Dr Pepper and the residents of Fansville invite you to revel in another one of a kind year of flexing your foam finger, humming your school's fight song in your sleep, and thriving on a steady diet of buffalo chicken dip and post day post game day commentary, all washed, washed down with a rich, delicious Dr Pepper, of course. And Saturday is always just around the corner, so make sure your tailgate doesn't turn into a failgate, Mike Clay. Pick up a case of ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the ones that fans deserve. Boom. All right, you've been crushing it so far this week, giving people winners left and right. A reminder... Mike Clay puts out an unbelievable article on ESPN Plus where you can look at all of the DraftKings and FanDuel values. Make sure you check that out because it is really useful in being able to set your cash lineups. Where are you at here in week 10, bud? All right, let's do it.
2: Here's the lineup. Uh, Justin Fields, no surprise. No at surprise. quarterback. We're plugging him in at yeah. 6,500. Uh, we're spending up at running back again with three guys. Damian Pierce, Saquon Barkley, Travis Etienne. Love All three. So I'm going to fire them up for now. A ton of volume in
0: all three of those. Yeah.
2: We're going to hope maybe we could find a better uh, value play as the week goes on, like I did with Ramondre last week. Plugged him in for Josh Jacobs. That allowed me to go from Terrace Marshall to Josh Palmer, which was huge, right? So you got to keep an eye on this up to game time. We'll, of course, redo the lineup on Fantasy Football Now Sunday morning. Uh, Adam Thielen is my top receiver against Buffalo. They should be throwing a lot. We'll keep an eye on on that. Uh, Christian Kirk, Paris Campbell, a little bit of a punt there. He's still plenty involved in that offense. Even in Joku, a tight end. Again, keep an eye on, on his health. And then the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. punting
0: there. Punting there. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota what and here's a question. Is it a punt on Minnesota because we're not totally sure with case Keenum maybe under center?
2: Yeah, I was just going to say that. If Allen plays, it qualifies as a punt. If <laughs> yes. Allen is out, then at that price point, mm. you feel a lot better about it.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that one. That's a nice looking lineup. Nice looking lineup. Wide receivers, like you said, maybe if you get a little bit of late week value, yeah. you find some ways to mm-hmm. be able to move it. And we always tweak these lineups based on what kind of value we can find with injuries and whatnot. Mm-hmm. All right, my lineup for this week, I'm also starting with Justin Fields because I also love pain oh this Justin looks very Fields, similar $6,500 I got Travis Etienne. I did this before I looked at your sheet okay. by the way right, I did sure. Travis Etienne and Damian Pierce is my two running backs because they just get so much volume and they great price points great price points I got both Christian Kirk and Juju Smith-Schuster from that game at the 6K range. I'm going with the brother narrative with Amon Ross St. Brown taking on the Chicago Bears. I just want to see Amon Ross St. Brown just own his brother here. That's what mm-hmm. it's going to be. He's going to okay. show Equinemius that he is, in fact, the St. Brown that matters. Mm-hmm. We got David and Joku at $4,100. And then I'm taking Chase Claypool at 4800 right now. We're going to see how things shake out. I got to a spot with my flex where I didn't really love all of my options, yeah. but... Justin Fields throws a touchdown. You know, I've watched the Detroit Lions secondary be taken advantage of sometimes. And Chase Claypool is a big-bodied guy that can maybe make some things happen. So we'll see.
2: Maybe we have six of the same players so far. Do we really? Including the defense. So a lot of similarities. I will say this. If I can spend down a little bit at one of the running back spots or flex... The guy I wanted to try to get in there is Smith Schuster. So I like that one a lot. Ooh,
0: I looked, I was, I was flirting. I was flirting with trying to find a way to get Najee Harrison here to see what mm-hmm. other va- value mm-hmm. it could get me. But yeah, it's going to be, too. we'll see as we get to the end of the week, how that works out. All right, Al, we basically set cash lineups in order to go to head to head. But you set a tournament lineup for us with a double stack and a, and a bring back and a, some other, you say a bunch of other stuff. So go ahead and give us your tournament lineup.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go with Tua Tungavailoa at quarterback because it's the highest floor-plus ceiling possibility that you can get every single week, double-stacking him with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. And you really got to pay up to do it because they priced up Tyreek the 9,100 91. and Jalen Waddle the 7,600. I'm going to bring that back with Donovan Peoples, Jones, and hope for some touchdown regression there on a deep pass. Uh, I've got Williams Jamal at the uh, running back, only 5,900 ton of volume there. Damian Pierce, who apparently all of us love this week. Evan Ingram to get some salary savings Hopefully he's fine. I know that he's on the injury list right now. If he plays, uh, I'll play him. If he doesn't, uh, expert advice, don't play him if he's out this week. <laughs> Wandale Robinson at the flex for 4,700, and I'm going with the Shaguars defense against the Chiefs.
0: There we go. All right. Look at that. Look at that lineup. All right.
1: We're gonna do it again. Should we do it again? Should we should win some it money again. this week. Mm-hmm. We're do it yeah, again. Right. let's
0: win some money this week. Make sure you follow at Mike NFL. I am at Daniel Dopp. Al is at Al Zeidenfeld. You can follow all of Al's stuff. smizzle.tv slash links for everything that he does. Mike has a ton of great stuff on E Plus. Go check it out. We're gonna be back tomorrow with our season-long show. Mike, Field, and Stefania giving you everything you need to know heading into the week. But please, don't forget to love each other. We love you guys. We'll see everybody next week.
2: no secret, not a mystery. The one
0: that we depend on for all our podcast needs. Graduate full cell you, Alliance fan through and through with the hippie beard. I'm telling you.